0: everybody what's up everybody happy monday we're back what's going on welcome back everyone it's episode 293 of binge boys podcast i'm your host logan lewis and it's good to be back with y'all we're back after another week of just living it up dude just got back from uh Eufaula, Alabama, for a uh, family reunion on Catherine's side. Tons of fun there. Spent a good amount of time with family and just soaking it up with each other and eating good food and just really just living it and had beautiful weather. Tons of family from four generations. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. People come far and wide for this thing. It was awesome. Big, big, uh, big shouts to the family. Great time. Thanks for having us. We'll be back next year. All righty. A couple things before we really get going, because we are a jam-packed show today. Can't wait to discuss this stuff with y'all. Do me a favor. Follow on Instagram at Binge Boys Pod. That is uh, the best way to keep up with what I've got going on here on this podcast. If you like what you hear... Please just send this show to one friend or family member you go to the movies with, someone you already enjoy talking about the fun and crazy entertainment world with. I just want to build a community of film lovers, and that's the best way to do it. Word of mouth. There's no better marketing than word of mouth. If you're interested in short form video content, go over to TikTok and follow me at Logan's Lowdown. It sounds, or it's spelled just like it sounds Logan's Lowdown. L-O-G-A-N-S-L-O-W-D-O-W-N. Logan's Lowdown. If you're new here to the Binge Boys podcast, let me learn you something. Let me tell you how the show works. Each show follows this format. We do this very intro, and then we do two subtopics of news or conversation, followed by one or two main topics, usually a recap, trailer breakdown, or a movie or TV show review, or maybe even a ranked list of some kind. So, without further ado, let's get rocking. Topic number one today. Uh, we've got uh, the Fantastic Four movie. You know, we didn't get our casting at, uh, at D23, but we did get a director announcement, but it sounds like the Fantastic Four... Uh, has landed its writers and the casting has begun. This is an, a little excerpt from the article written at uh, IGN. Here it says Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer are reportedly uh, lead the lead writers for Marvel's upcoming Fantastic Four movie. Reported by Deadline, the duo has apparently been attached to the project for a while. And uh, they are working with Marvel boss Kevin Feige to fit the film into the wider scope of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, WandaVision's Matt Shackman will direct uh, the movie after Spider-Man No Way Home John Watts director backed out of the project. According to the report, Shackman, Kaplan, and Springer are aligning their visions for the movie ahead of production. Fantastic Four is poised to be a big moment for the Marvel Cinematic Universe as we recently learned at D23 that uh, the movie will kick off Phase 6 of the MCU when it launches on November 8th, 2024. So we're about two years out from it. Phase 6 will wrap up the Avengers uh, or wrap up uh, with Avengers, The King Dynasty, and Avengers Secret Wars, bringing the MCU's multiverse saga to an end. So, uh, Jeff Kaplan and uh, uh, and this this other guy, what's his name? Ian Springer. They are writing Fantastic Four, so these guys are known for writing um, a bunch of other movies as well. Um, but they, uh, you know, we're 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 gonna trust that they're gonna do a good job and hopefully do the film justice. So let's uh, let's hope that uh, they don't fumble the ball here. Uh, topic number two today is actually a ranked list. Um, Of some kind Uh, we're going uh, today I'm gonna give you the top five movies that I am most anticipated for the rest of the year Uh, starting at number five we have Disney's strange worlds Uh, it's a movie that I believe actually a new trailer was dropped either yesterday or the day before Uh, it's Walt Disney animations newest film comes out the weekend of Thanksgiving, and it's just kind of very, we, we, we really don't know much about this movie, so that has made it more interesting to me, and it is why it is number five on my list. I mean, the first teaser dropped like a year ago, and it barely showed us anything, and I was intrigued and hooked right from the get-go. It kind of gave me Avatar vibes, just a group of humans exploring a strange world hence the name strange worlds um and i I don't even know we know the cast yet maybe with this new trailer we do i have not watched that new trailer yet but i am very much so looking forward to strange worlds it comes out the weekend of thanksgiving uh number four we've got amsterdam amsterdam is the film that's being led by anna taylor joy uh christian bale and uh John David Washington, along with the laundry list of other cast members, Chris Rock, uh, uh, Robert De Niro. uh, There's so many cast members that I literally can't remember the rest of them. Chris Rock, Taylor Swift is in there, uh, Michael Shannon. Uh, I literally saw a trailer for this the other night when I saw Don't Worry Darling, and they just flashed the cast up on the screen, just back, back, back to back to back, and uh, there's so many of them that I can't remember, so that's literally amazing, and I'm glad that this is happening live while recording, so uh, that looks really good on me, so prepared, so prepared, love that so much, Uh, but anyway, it looks really good, especially with a cast that big, I hope it's not a flop, but looks very good, Uh, So, you know, anytime Christian Bale is attached to something, I'm in, but also with uh, John David Washington also making a splash recently with Ballers and with Tenet, Uh, I'm in, as well as Anna Taylor-Joy just blew us away with, uh, uh, what was that chess show called, the, uh, oh man, that's going to freaking bug me. So, you know what, we're going to look it up, and we're doing it live, and uh, fuck it, doing it live! Uh, you guys seen that clip if you haven't seen that go on to uh, YouTube and type in uh, Bill O'Reilly uh, we'll do it live. it's uh, it's overwhelming but it's uh, it's awesome. So let's go to Amsterdam here. There we go duh Margot Robbie uh, we got Chris Rock we got Michael Shannon, Mike Myers Taylor Swift, Timothy Oliphant, Zoe Saldana, Rami Malik. so many so many more uh, it looks awesome but anyway let's go back to let's go back to this girl. Anna Taylor Joy, Queen's Gambit, there it is, Queen's Gambit, apparently she was in a movie called The Witch that I did not get to see, that is on my list, as well as um, uh, she killed it for what role she did have in The New Mutants, too bad that was, that movie went through what it went through, but anyway, this movie looks really good, I'm really excited for it, Um, and while we're here, we might as well just read off set in the 30s it follows three friends who witness a murder become suspects themselves and uncover one of the most outrageous plots in american history and it is based on real events so you know what we're just here for and i'm excited for that comes out uh november i believe um i could be very wrong but uh and i usually am oh october 7th there it is so uh written and directed by david o russell which just has uh, you know, enough credit. Silver Linings, Playbook, The Fighter, American Hustle, Three Kings. Uh, he's, he's directed some absolute bangers with all of those actors, so I am here for it. Next up, number three, we got Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, for obvious reasons. Number one, it's a Marvel movie. Number two, it is following up Black Panther, um, of course with the passing of Chadwick Boseman the plot of this one reads the nation of Wakanda is pitted against intervening world powers as they mourn the loss of their king T'Challa this of course stars Lupita Nyong'o Angela Bassett, Latila I think that Letita right yeah Martin Freeman uh, Richard Schiff uh Techno Huerta. I hope I pronounced that right. I probably didn't because I suck. Winston Duke and uh, many, many more. Uh, super excited to see how this both introduces and continues the MCU uh, uh, of course, written and directed by Ryan Kugler. Of course, movie comes out November 11th. So super psyched about that. Can't wait for a doctor or uh, I'm sorry, Wakanda forever especially with rumors of them possibly introducing Dr. Doom in that movie or kind of hinting at his existence at least. Uh, but of course, not relying on that movie for fan service because that's not what we're here for. What we are here for is uh, is this movie uh, as a whole and just tackling the whole Chadwick Boseman thing. Th- so RIP to the GOAT. And, um, you know, we're, uh, we're doing it. We're doing it live. So number two is Glass Onion. And that movie is the sequel to uh, Knives Out. It's actually officially called Glass Onion, a Knives Out Mystery. Of course, written and directed by Ryan Johnson. And this one also has a laundry list of a cast. Daniel Craig, Edward Norton, Kate Hudson, Dave Bautista, Ethan Hawke, Jessica Henwig, uh, Madeline Klein, Catherine Hahn, Janelle Monet, Leslie Odom Jr., so many great cast members, and Knives Out was just such a banger of a whodunit movie that, of course, that uh, Netflix, I think, scooped up uh, Ryan Johnson's contract, and now he is doing Knives Out 2 and 3 for the streaming service, so I'm super psyched about that. Movie looks like a banger. They released a new clip of it the other day. We'll get to that later, um, but you know what? It's it's Knives Out's one of the best whodunits ever, I think, in my opinion, so... Um, I definitely think it's worth looking at. So, with that said, number one is Avatar The Way of the Water. or I'm sorry, The Way of Water. Um, it's, it's honestly just a given at this point. Uh, we're actually going to see, I believe, this coming weekend, uh, Avatar 1, because of its re-release in theaters, Catherine has never seen the movie at all. So, we are going to go check it out. In theaters, give her the IMAX 3D experience. And you know what? Maybe we'll have her on the podcast next weekend to talk about her thoughts uh, on Avatar because um, I'm really excited to see what she thinks. If it is the global phenomenon, it is in her mind. Um, so I guess, there's, I guess there's a lot of pressure there. So those are my top five movies that I'm looking forward to the, for the rest of the year. I might even come back in. Next week, with uh, top uh, shows that I'm looking forward to the rest of the year, because, you know, as much as of a movie stand I am, I am slowly coming around to the fact that television, there's no better time to be a fan of TV than now. Uh, so, uh, plenty of bangers for the rest of the year for television as well, but we will just see what we get on that front. Topic number three this is main topic number one. Uh, this weekend, it was kind of under-advertised, in my opinion, but we got uh, Netflix's second uh, annual Ta-Dum recap, and it's called Ta-Dum, because whenever you start Netflix, it goes ta so that is why we are, uh, that is why it's called that. I have uh, not enough time in the world, even if I did a full hour on this, uh, because uh, to Dumb is so important for Netflix. They, of course, talked about... Sorry, I made that drive today from Alabama back to Georgia. So, a little sleepy, but we're doing all right. We're doing it live. Uh, we've got uh, a, a ton to cover, but I'm going to limit limit it to about the 10 or 11 most important uh, notes here that I took based on this Uh, Event. There was tons and tons and dozens and dozens of films and shows announced But I picked out the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 most important pieces So uh, bear with me And these are in order of release as well So if you want to set your calendars or set your schedule for Netflix for the rest of the year We got some bangers folks We got some absolute bangers that are coming through for Netflix Just when we all thought the company was going under it's coming through with some absolute bangers of movies and shows. So, let's get right to it. September 30th, we are getting so that's this coming weekend. So, that's exciting. We are getting a series, I believe it's a series. Probably should know that. At suck at everything. Um so that's awesome. Never prepared, you know. Never prepared. Uh oh, there there it is. Uh yes, it's a TV series. Sick. Um, Okay, so we got Intergalactic, it's a, uh, well, I'll just tell you, Jabari, a charming streetwear clad artist on the cusp of real success. After a chance run-in with his cool new photographer neighbor, Meadow, Jabari has to figure out whether he can make space for love in his life. And this is an animated series coming from the mind of Kid Cudi. It's written by Kid Cudi and a couple others, but mainly by Kid Cudi. Um, This has a great cast as well. We got Jaden Smith, Taya Taylor, uh, Fawn Stone, Ty Dolla Sign, Macaulay Culkin, Keith David, Vanessa Hutchins, Timothy Chalamet. And many others. It's an animated series. It looks really cool. Um, The trailers that are out for it just make it look absolutely incredible. I'm very excited for this. It's been low key on my most anticipated list for the year for TV. um, Especially ever since uh, Kid Cudi was announced to be the writer and uh, doing the soundtrack as well for it. So I bet we'll get a little companion album or soundtrack for this movie uh, releasing this weekend as well. And I am here for that. All right the next big ticket item, uh, in terms of release date, they talked about the redeem team. Now the redeem team, we've seen a little bit of programming on, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, marketing for it on the, uh, Instagram already, but this basically follows the story of the 2008 U S Olympic men's basketball team and uh, how they set a new standard for American basketball. They interview the likes of LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, uh, and many, many, many other athletes. Um, it's absolutely iconic, and it is a documentary movie that drops uh, on October 7th. So we're super psyched about that. I can't wait to watch that and cover that. Man, we, we're just not going to have enough time to cover all the shit that we've got going on, man. There's so much stuff that goes on. So yeah, we we love to see that. Looks very good, looking forward to it. Next up, this drops on November 17th, we've got 1899. Don't know much about it at all, so let's see if uh, IMDB knows anything about it. Uh, The cast, there's not many people in here that you'll know. Um, In fact, the only person I can see from this cast list that I recognize is uh andreas peachman and i believe this is the guy from dark yeah it's from netflix's dark so it's from the creators of dark and it just says multi-international immigrants traveling from the old continent to the new encounter of a nightmarish riddle aboard a second ship adrift the open sea sounds really interesting uh but also it's probably really freaky. I don't know if it's foreign. I know that Dark was, I think, German. So judging from the last names of a bunch of these characters, uh, or I'm sorry, from these actors, um, I'm going to I'm gonna assume that uh, this is what that is. This is uh, what that is. And uh, I lost my train of thought, and that's lit because we're doing it live. But uh, we're doing it live, and uh, that looks really good. It comes out November 17th. Also coming out November 17th, we've got Dead to Me, Season 3. Y'all remember Dead to Me? The absolute banger of a show that dropped first two seasons with uh, Christina Applegate and uh, Linda Carlyle. Uh, Super sick. James Marsden also in it. Uh, Really entertaining show. It's essentially about a uh, friendship that blossoms between a tightly wound widow and a free spirit with a shocking secret. And it's very good. They haven't put out a new season of it in a couple years, so I think I kind of just assumed it was going to get canceled, but they never announced it was going to get canceled. Uh, but it's absolutely awesome. It's a dark comedy. It's really funny. It's really good. Um, so I, I'm very much so looking forward to that. They said it's the third and final season, so I guess this is kind of the uh, the finale of it. So uh, super excited for Dead to Me Season 3. <laughs> Next up, we've got, uh, not a specific date, but coming out in December, Pinocchio, and no, not the Pinocchio from Disney Plus that flopped, uh, we're talking about Pinocchio directed by Guillermo del Toro, and if that name means anything to you, then you know, just like me, that this movie will probably be far and away better than the Disney live action counterpart, can you believe that? Oh yeah, lemonade hits the spot, um, yeah, it's, it's it looks like it's a stop motion film. The cast of it is very impressive as well. I believe um, I know that Guillermo del Toro doesn't uh, slack off when it comes to his cast, and that does not uh, disappoint here. Because listen to this cast list. Are you ready? Kate Blanchett, Tilda Swinton, Tim Blake Nelson, Christoph Waltz, John Turturro, and many more. David Bradley plays Geppetto. It, which, if you if that name means anything to you, he was in a bunch of the Harry Potter films. That world, the world's end, Hot Fuzz. Um, what a guy! Wow, super excited for this. This this looks awesome. Uh, it's a stop motion film. It's a dark version of the classic children's fairy tale of a wooden puppet that transforms into a real living boy. Uh, it, Oh, I do have a release date here. Actually. It releases December 9th, 2022. So sick, uh, looks very cool. Uh, go look up trailers for all of these. I'm sure Netflix, uh, their Instagram is actually the perfect place to go. Um, because there's just like a laundry list. Like you could just scroll down their feed and watch either the trailers or the feature ads or all the things that they're releasing for all these projects. Uh, Coming out December 23rd of this year, we already talked about it, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, so I won't go into it anymore. Coming out December 25th, I don't think that this was highly talked about, but uh, The Witcher is getting a prequel series, I think it's a series, unless it's just a movie, which would be sick, because I haven't actually watched The Witcher yet, seasons one or two, So if there was a prequel film that was just coming out, uh, that led into the events of the first season, then I would take that as a sign and I'm going to watch the Witcher. So, um, I've gotten a lot of feedback from a lot of people that I should watch it. So it's probably creeping up here on my list, but, um, yeah, uh, prequel for it. Let's find out if it's a sequel. You know what? We've been Googling everything because we're doing it live. So, uh, why do I have 50 apps that look like IMDb? Uh, Blood Origin. There it is. Ah, it's a mini series, So I'm wondering if it's... It just says a prequel to the Netflix's series The Witcher set in, in Elven World 1,200 years before the show, centering on the origins of the very first Witcher. Not sure if it's a limited series or if it's a multi-seasoned show, but either way, regardless of that... Um, since we're talking about it, it was also announced that The Witcher Season 3 is dropping in 2023 at some point. No specific date for that. So, uh, keeping it along that 2023 uh, train, we got our, our first teaser not a date for this one as well, but we know that Outer Banks Season 3 is coming in some point in 2023 as well, as well as Extraction, the action thriller starring Chris Hemsworth. That drops in 2023 as well. So no release dates for those. Just We just know that they're coming next year. All very exciting stuff. Uh, and then the final thing, in, at least the grand finale in my mind, the one that I sh- think I'm most excited and most people are most excited about. Uh, is You Season 4. They are doing the Ozark treatment where they're going Part 1, February 10th, and they're going Part 2, March 10th. So, uh, super psyched about that. Uh, I didn't see any marketing stating that it's the final season. Uh, So let's find out about that. You know, I'm having all these questions pop into my head as we're recording, which is uh, really lit and super awesome. So... uh, yeah, it doesn't really, doesn't stay that it's the final. It just says the fourth installment. So you know what? We love that. You is uh, is one of my favorite Netflix originals. So uh, the fact that uh, season four is coming very soon excites the hell out of me. Can't wait to see where they go from here. Yeah, so that's kind of my summarized uh, ta event. Uh, if you guys have opinions on any of these, let me know. Comment on my TikToks, comment on my Instagram posts, let's, uh, let's talk about it. Topic number four. This is the biggie. Don't worry, darling. Don't worry, darling, centers around a 1950s housewife living with her husband in a utopian experimental community... And it begins to worry, or sh- I'm sorry, she begins to worry that his glamorous company could be hiding some disturbing secrets. This movie is only in theaters, directed by Olivia Wilde, starring Flair, <laughs> Flarry Styles, Harry, <laughs> Harry Styles, Florence Pugh, Olivia Wilde, and Chris Pine. Alrighty, folks. So first off, let's do a live update on this. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, currently, Don't Worry Darling is... Oh, something's going to autoplay. Love it when that happens. Yep, something's about to autoplay, and I'm really angry about it. Oh, good thing. You can't hear it. It's an ad? That's dumb. All right, Rotten Tomatoes, trying to sell ads. Really? Really, you guys are that desperate? It's because people are losing faith, because your critics... Let's see. See movie details. finally, Jesus. Critics say that this movie gets a rotten 38%, whereas the audience gives it an 80%. So uh, I definitely side with the critics on this one, man. I was highly entertained during this movie. Um, so let me let me start out with my cons. Um, or no, I'm sorry. Let's start with my pros so I can come in at the end of the review and dish out the cons. The pros. Number one, Florence Pugh is absolutely amazing. She delivers an amazing performance. She might even have delivered an Oscar uh, nomination performance. I don't know if it's Oscar winning. It wasn't that amazing. But she killed it. She knocked it out of the park. It was absolutely fantastic of her performance on her part. The supporting cast. Chris Pine, Olivia Wilde, the rest, killed it. I believed all of their performances. Um, Olivia Wilde, I'm not a huge fan of her, but she did a great job. Um, Harry Styles also was decent. Um, uh, let Let me tell you this. The best way to describe Don't Worry Darling, spoiler free, of course, no spoilers here, is imagine if Jordan Peele made a movie about The Truman Show and WandaVision, and they wrote a movie, this is what it would be. Um, Man. The movie was riveting. I don't understand why critics are absolutely trashing it. It makes absolutely no sense to me. Catherine and I saw it together Friday night, and she was wickedly into it. She said 10 out of 10, the best movie she's seen so far, and that does mean something because I drag her to a shit ton of movies, Uh, but this one she really wanted to see. Along with me, I had high expectations for it. I thought it looked really good judging from the trailers and the promo and whatnot, and just the drama behind the movie. Jesus what a what a what a mess! And if you don't know what that means, go and look it up. Tons of behind-the-scenes drama on this film, but uh, overall, man, I, I honestly um, I, I don't know if it's going to make the top ten of the year. If it does, it'll come in at like nine or ten. It's definitely not top five of the year for me. However, I did enjoy it quite a bit, man. I did enjoy it quite a bit. Um, it just kept you guessing just kind of like kind of like Knives Out it's just a great whodunit like uh or Knives Knives Out is rather uh not this this isn't a whodunit this is just a it's a banger of a movie it's 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 tone is really well done the pacing just like I said just when Olivia Wilde makes you think that you figured it out you'd have it they throw a wrench in it and you're just like oh shit thought I was catching on but uh Guess gotta steer the shit. A different direction there Uh, A couple cons Number one, Harry Styles acting wasn't great Uh, There were certain scenes where I was like I don't mind him But then there were other scenes where I was like Ah, this guy, he's not great Um, And then there were scenes where I was just like Nope, not good, nope, not great Uh, Another thing Well, you know what, I'm not done with Harry yet And it, it, it's just kind of distracting if I'm being honest with you, like him being on screen. I'm sure all the fan girls are going to hate me for this, but whenever he was on screen, it was really hard for me to take him seriously, but there was one scene in particular, uh, that really, really impressed me on his part. And, uh, and if you, those of you who have seen the movie, you definitely know, um, But I, I, you know, he he wasn't amazing. Uh, But the really, the thing that I really disliked about this movie now, granted, the movie is two hours and three minutes. Two hours and three minutes. However, I checked my watch this movie about an hour in, thinking that we were almost done. And when I saw that there was an hour left, I was like, huh? There's a whole hour left of this? Um,. I was wickedly bored for one period, like a couple scenes. And that's when I checked my watch. I think this first and second acts were masterful, but like the transition into the third act kind of bored me a little bit. And that's when I checked and I was like, holy shit, we've got so much more movie left. Uh, But you know, uh, this is really gonna, this is really gonna put Harry on the map for his acting. You know, while he wasn't, Oscar worthy. He also wasn't great. Um, he definitely has given his best performance so far in this. Uh, in terms of Olivia Wilde's directing abilities, I really enjoyed it. I think that she, uh, I think that she killed it. I mean, a lot of people are sitting here shitting on this movie, man. I don't get it personally. Reviews kind of all over the place, but I'm just kind of like firing at the hip all the thoughts that come to my head. Uh, I I really enjoyed uh, the supporting cast. Those who I can't remember. Sorry their names. Um, But all the supporting cast members. Oh, Nick Kroll was in this. He was good. Good supporting character as well. Um, I really love Chris Pine, man. Like anything Chris Pine's a part of, I really kind of subscribe to. So I would say it's worth the money. If you like WandaVision, The Truman Show mystery suspense thrillers i think you would really really enjoy don't worry darling but if you don't like that kind of stuff then you're flat out not going to like this movie and i'll be honest with you if you don't like harry styles or florence Pugh, you're not going to like the movie either uh so if you've got that stuff in mind do with that information what you want Don't Worry Darling from Me earns an 88 out of 100. Just, again, a few things I disliked, but for the most part was a fun time at the theaters. There were several moments where other audience members gasped or laughed out loud or screamed. Like, it was a very great theater experience, so I would highly recommend it. So, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. If you have thoughts on the Netflix to dumb event. If you have thoughts on the fantastic four castings and writings, if you have thoughts on don't worry, darling hit me up. If you have thoughts on my top five list, hit me up, hit me on the socials at Logan Lewis 96. You can find the podcast of course at binge boys pod on Instagram. And of course, again, if you like my TikToks or if you want video content from me, follow me at tiktok at logan's lowdown and again like i said last week keep an eye out for some branding changes over the next couple months or weeks uh i uh some great changes are coming to some branding so we love to see that love branding updates every once in a while love all those rebrands yep we're doing it live so uh like i said at the top make sure you send this podcast to one movie and tv loving person just like yourself thanks so much guys